This is the Best of the Adam Gold Show podcast, brought to you by Coach Pete at Capital Financial Advisory Group. Visit us at CapitalFinancialUSA.com. Dave Jameson from TSN 1260 in Edmonton, Low Tide and Jameson, the four-hour monster of a midday show. Do you do four hours just on the latest Connor McDavid exploits? Well, if we did, and we probably could, to be quite honest with you, there's no shortage of material. But, uh, you know, we will veer off Euler discussion, but probably today the bulk of the conversation is going to be centered around what is life after Evander Kane look like. Yeah. Uh, because as any of your listeners uh, will know, uh, and they may have seen the gruesome injury, he suffered a slashed wrist, and he's going to be out uh, for three to four months, and... That leaves a real hole. I mean, as good as McDavid is, as good as Dreisaitl is, they have other assets. Evander Kane really sets a tone for this team physically and offensively. So it's going to be interesting to see how the Oilers regroup and figure out a way that they're going to try and sort of kind of fill that hole. There's also a a bit of of an edge and attitude uh, that he brings that is necessary, especially in such – a big body. Sometimes people forget, and there was a, a sequence earlier this year for the Hurricanes where I, I it might have been in Philadelphia where uh, a player got upended near Jordan Stahl, and you could tell the skate came fairly close to his neck, and yeah. uh, you know it didn't. He didn't get nicked. He didn't get cut. But at that point, you just have to remind everybody that these incredible athletes are skating around with razor blades on their feet. Oh, yes. I mean, what, you know, we were talking about this on the show yesterday, and immediately people start going, hey, do you remember Clint Malarchuk? Hey, do you yeah. remember Richard Zednick? And, of course, we do. Do you remember Boreas Salman getting, you know, what was it, two, 600 stitches on his face? Yeah, we all remember that. We'd like not to. But it is, it is a stark reminder that this is the fastest game on two feet on the planet, and those feet are, you know, they're, they're knives. Yeah. It's, it, it is incredible. It's I'm not going to say it's amazing that we don't see more of that, but it sort of is in many ways amazing that we don't see more of that. Uh, Dave Jameson from ESPN's TSN, I'm not ESPN's, from Edmonton's TSN 1260 in Edmonton. All right, so I'm, I'm curious about this. I'm not in your market, though I have spent some time there back in 2006. I actually did shows from Ched. Uh, I ah, believe yes. <laughs> so. So we were getting ready, obviously, for the Stanley Cup Finals. What has it been like? The fact that McDavid, Drysidle have not yet played for a Stanley Cup. What level of angst is among the fans for something like that? I would say, um, based on how tantalizing they were last year, getting to the Final Four. Now, granted, they lose in four straight to Colorado. I think. Everybody was going to lose to Colorado last year. So, okay, set that aside for a moment. But you can see how close they are. And yet at the same time, early in the season, you can see how far they could be away because of the defense. Now, Jack Campbell is coming off his best game as an oiler. So that lifts the spirits. Because to this point, yeah, McDavid has been brilliant. Dreisaitl has been brilliant. Check those boxes. You expect that. They're almost guaranteed to produce every single night. Mm-hmm. They're getting some production. Zach Hyman is, continues to be a revelation. Nobody knows how he uh, is not a Maple Leaf, but that's fine. The Oilers <laughs> are the beneficiary. 
However, there are deficiencies on the back end, and there is still a settling in process for Jack Campbell. Stuart Skinner has been excellent, so they do appear to be, you know, be good in goal. Are they good enough? Well, we don't know until you get to the postseason. So, I think the the level of angst. I mean, when you get into conversations, texters text the show, you know, open lines, that kind of thing. Everyone or most people are saying the window's closing. They've only got a couple, two or three more years to nail this down and get a cup. So it may not get spoken every day, but it kind of creates this, you know, gloomy backdrop to discussion, which is as good as the here and now is, can we get to the really good stuff and win? What's the most underrated part of the team? Hey, it's Adam Golden. I'm in studio with my friend, Coach Pete DeRuiter with the Capital Financial Advisory Group. Is it ever too soon to seek out you and your expertise? Really, there's no too soon. It's time to get serious. So if you're 50 or over, we call it the financial red zone. And that's when really it's time for you to take control of your money and, and make sure you have a firm on your side that's a fiduciary planning firm, which means they take your side at all times. Now, we'll do this for the next 10 of you who call. This is a $1,000 value, but I'm going to waive my planning fee to make sure you get your total retirement plan and you get on the right path for retirement. Call 888-843-0013, 888-843-0013, or text ADAM to 600-700. Adam Gold is a paid spokesman. Investment advisory services offered by Capital Financial Advisory Group, a North Carolina registered investment advisor. Underrated part of the team. God, that is a um, that's an excellent question because you know the vast majority of the time we're talking about um, you know how talented they are in those two players, right. McDavid and Drysaitel. How good the power play can be. Underrated part of the team. I would, you know, what I would say, and I'm just going to base this on the early going. We're sure. still very early in the season. There was a narrative going into this year that the Oilers wouldn't be tough enough based on the loss of Zach Cassie and Josh Archibald, who didn't play very much last last year, um, could give a certain level of sandpaper, that somehow this was going to be a physically deficient team that wouldn't be able to, when things got, you know, the rink shrinks and it gets tighter as you get closer to the playoffs and then in the postseason, that this team might not have the requisite amount of grit, if you will. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think that there's more pushback. Now, all of that said, you know, you might want to just table that because of what's happened to Evander Kane. Right. You know, we started the conversation by talking, okay, now, you know, tonight begins this time post-Kane, at least for three to four months. So it's going to be really interesting to see how that absence affects that kind of you know, physicality, and I know in this day and age, people sort of, you know, you can't say fighting, <laughs> they happen rarely, right. but there is pushback, there is a presence, and, you know, you said it very well, there's, uh, with Kane, it's it's the threat of violence yeah. that he brings. That's it. Sometimes it's not, you know, it's a look, but it's the idea that if things go sideways, he's more than happy to meet you in the alley. Yeah. Look, I... I think it's a first of all, it's a fun team to watch, uh, yeah. and their speed is breathtaking at times. Mm-hmm. Um, yep. And I think they're deeper, maybe not obviously not with the same level of talent because frankly that would be unfair. Right. <laughs> they're deeper yeah. than a lot of teams uh, than a lot of people give them credit. Uh, so yeah, uh, and I, I think that's fair. I only got a couple of more things. Uh, yeah. What is the uh, what is it like? To watch McDavid every day do his thing. It is, you know, for people of a certain age, I include myself in there, right. we've seen, you know, the span of hockey for a long time. And you think of transcendent players that I've witnessed 
with my own eyes. I think to Bobby Orr. I think to Pavel Bure when I was uh, living and working in Vancouver. Right. Thinking, obviously, of Wayne Gretzky. And you think of players who will, where you stop and watch what they are doing um, always because you're either going to witness something that you might not have seen before or you're going to witness them you know, just lay another example of transcendence on you. Like, it, it, it's there was a goal in the last game where McDavid um, will just seize a moment and impose his will yeah. on the game. And there's lots of brilliant skaters in the NHL. I mean, you know, the level of talent has never been higher in this league, and I would argue the, the quality of play has never been better, and he's still better than everyone else. <laughs> and that's what's mind-blowing is, yeah, the Oilers don't win every game. He doesn't score every game. But at the end of the day, often at the end, you know, and even in an Oiler lost, you go, yeah, but did you see what McDavid did? Yeah. And that's that's so special. They don't – great players come along, but the, the, the ones that separate, where you feel like you're watching the game change, at least for that shift, maybe that game, where and you think, wow, I, I can't – I sort of can't believe I'm here to see this. Yeah, it's it's just it's just different. And this yeah. is my own editorial comment. This is where the salary cap hurts players like McDavid and in basketball hurts players like LeBron is because there's not enough money to give them there. They should be able to make all of the money. And I hate to boil it down to that. But it I mean, it, it's a factor like in baseball where there's no salary cap. Aaron Judge can make a billion dollars next year, sure. which is uh, which is very possible. Uh, yeah, I, I, you know, I we we had this conversation on the air not long ago. I went, um, McDavid's on a bargain contract, and people are like, "Well, he's yep. making what, what twelve million or whatever yep. it is," and they're like, "That's a bargain." I go, and Edmonton's a big box town, right? Like we like good value. I mean, some people <laughs> probably think the guys should pay to play. And I'm like, do you know what this level of talent would garner him in another sport? Like, yeah. do you have any concept? If he was an NFL quarterback, yeah. Like, do you, can you just wrap your head around? He's actually cheap. We are being entertained by, you know, Costco here. Yes. I, no, I'm a hundred percent on board with that. It is. Uh, yeah. It is incredible. Dave Jameson, TSN twelve sixty, Low Tide, and Jameson four hour. Mega monster midday uh, something. I couldn't come up with another M word. Uh, Dave, yeah. I appreciate your time, man. Great to chat. I chose William Peace because of the personalized education it offers, which allows students to truly know their professors. It's really possible to make genuine connections with your professors and learn intentionally here and dive deep into what you're passionate about. A 12 to 1 student to faculty ratio is just one of the many reasons students choose William Peace University. Extra attention starts day one for career planning with their Career Services Center. Find out all they have to offer at peace.edu.